following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Starry Night Theater Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. I'm your other host, DJ. And this episode is sponsored by JDS Electrical, Inc. Licensed and insured. Call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs. This episode is uh, spooky. our last spooky episode as it's the end of October, which is just absolutely insane. I know. I can't, I can't it's going to be November. I Where did October go? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then we're just back out. Like, I don't know. It, <laughs> it's been insane. The Halloween party setup has been grueling, but fun. Oh, yeah. Well, we can talk about that. How far did you get on? Um, did you go on Friday? Yeah. So I went Friday after work. We we did a, a good amount. Nat and Callum have been amazing. They've been there every day just working their butts off. Um, Elena, Alex, Jenna, Jared... Anyone else? Am I forgetting somebody? I don't want to forget somebody. I don't think so. Okay. Um, oh, <laughs> my cousin Chris came. Um, yeah, they everyone came and 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 helped. But those two have been there every day, just kicking butt. So. You know, in my defense, I did drive by on Friday, but it was at like nine thirty, and I didn't see any of you guys. Yeah, no, we left early and went and attempted to watch Halloween, and then it it didn't work out. Oh, why? We just got to we got to <laughs> start talking, but uh, we put so much work in throughout the week. I was like, let's just go. Like, the, I'm, it's so hard to go after work and like have any form of energy. To yeah, set up a massive tree. <laughs> um, so yeah, we left early on Friday, but we got to go to Mount Don today. I'm just gonna be there all day, and hopefully knock the rest of it out. We have 50 pumpkins to carve on Monday, so I'm I'm actually looking forward to that. I might carve a couple today. <laughs> I should. I have my pumpkin at home that I haven't carved yet, so I should bring it over. It does yeah. not match any of the other pumpkins. It's long. I it's, love it's it. It's like tall and yeah. We went it's to Walmart. <laughs> That's I love different shaped pumpkins. <laughs> you don't discriminate. I don't discriminate pumpkins. against pumpkins. No, one of my favorite books growing up was the Square Pumpkin or whatever it's called. It's it's about a a, a square pumpkin that doesn't fit in. Oh. <laughs> And if you haven't read the book yet, maybe skip ahead a little bit. <laughs> it, it's a little picture book. Um, the, this guy discovers that he's actually a squash, which is why he wasn't fitting in with the other pumpkins. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's cute. Um, also, Ghost Dinner. You ever hear a Ghost Dinner? No. <laughs> oh, my. It's that is when people ask what my favorite book is. That's it. What is that? It's not a novel. It's not anything. It, it's it's a it's a um, my mom used to read it to me all the time. It's a little picture book, too. And it's about a bunch of ghosts that get together, and they all make a, a different 
meal. And when they eat it, they turn that color. So, like, they eat cheese, and they're all, like, yellow and holy. <laughs> and, like, they have a green drink, and they're all green. And, like, it was my favorite book ever. Oh, So. That's cute. Shout out. Shout out books. You know, <laughs> shout out books. <laughs> my favorite book as a kid was, um, it's called The Fungus That Ate My School. <laughs> um, I don't know <laughs> I just loved it because of the way well it was incredibly illustrated and that's what I liked it was yeah. just like a ton of great pictures and I don't know like the feeling of the book on the outside like whatever material it was made of I just really liked it yeah and it was shiny and I I don't know I really liked it it was a good book we should exchange books yeah I gotta Even find that we, yeah I, I don't, don't know where ghost dinner is but yeah my parents have a ton of books uh, in the basement that are in boxes and on bookshelves, but I don't know if they still have that one. They might. Speaking of books, a, a troop of zombies yesterday went to the market and read books to children. Wow, that was a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> All natural. Um, so shout out to everyone who made that possible. I wasn't there. I was. I went on a, a day trip. For my brother's birthday. Shout out to my brother for his birthday. Look at all these segues. (laughs) Yeah. Happy birthday, Mike. Also, Uh, happy birthday, Jared. Also, happy birthday, Jared. Yeah. And Mike. And Jenna. Thursday. Oh, yeah. No, Wednesday. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. It's Thursday. All these birthdays. Too many. (laughs) (laughs) Too many to keep track of. Uh, I feel like I was on something before that. I don't remember. Um, Okay. We were talking about books. Oh, the pumpkins. So we were talking about decorating the theater oh oh yeah so so we went to walmart uh it was nat callum and i and they were two dollars at walmart my sister sent me a post that walmart was selling them for two dollars which is crazy because usually they're like five dollars yeah pushing five dollars so we went and i was like let's just get 50 and so we loaded up like four or five carts with as many pumpkins as we could fit and people were just looking at us like we were crazy. <laughs> and a couple of people gave us some, some side eye because... They probably wanted pumpkins. How yeah. many were left? A good amount. I okay. But like... <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking 100 pumpkins or 50 pumpkins. Like Walmart doesn't care. They want to get rid of the pumpkins before the end of the season. <laughs> so like that's why they're cheap. Yeah. So we loaded up. And if you missed out, you missed out. <laughs> that's that's my opinion on that. Go Then go buy a five... Because those people are buying one pumpkin. So it's like, do you really need the $2 pumpkin? I need the $2 pumpkin. <laughs> okay. Because I spent $100 on these pumpkins. <laughs> Whereas, like, if they were $5, I could I cannot afford to do 50 pumpkins. Yeah. True. They can just go elsewhere. Yeah. And and spend $10. Get your your two pumpkins. and I got a pumpkin at Wegmans, which I hate. I hate that I did that. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I don't ever want to get a pumpkin from a grocery store. Unless it's like Niagara Produce or something, but I like to get them from a pumpkin patch. <laughs> I I agree to an extent, but then like you go to these patches and they're like, "Here's twenty dollars for oh, one yeah. that you could pick out of a bin for five dollars." Oh yeah, and I mean when you're buying fifty, I understand that. Yeah, but I don't know something about Wegmans, like you know Trader Joe's. Maybe I can. I don't know why. I'm like it's thing. a little better to me in my mind. No, it's the same thing. <laughs> I know it is. Where else? Oh, Aldi's. They sell. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cheap. What are they? $5? $5 is so not cheap for a pumpkin, though. Comparatively? 
comparatively to to uh, uh, a pumpkin patch, yeah, no, that's cheap. But like, just five <laughs> five dollars. I don't know. It just seems a little outrageous. And I, I'm gonna pay it every time. But it just is. I mean, outrageous. you also paid like sixty five dollars for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so. Uh, Alex, Elena, Natalie, and I went to a, this AWOL, I think it's called, and they just have huge, really big pumpkins. And so I bought two pumpkins there that are just massive. Yep. And like those are worth it. I'll, I'll open the wallet for those ones. I don't know. I don't know if they're worth – one was like 48 I think. Yeah, one was 48 one was 65 <laughs> They're just impressive. They are. They are ginormous. So, okay, but, you know. Maybe those could be $20. <laughs> I've spent so much money on this party, and everyone's like, like the people I tell the amount to, they're like, why though? Like, what? what's the point? And it's like, it, it's a spectacle. It's one day a year. Let's just go all out and, and just have a good time for this one day a year. And then I'll deal with the money later. <laughs> like, Good thinking. It is what it is. I, it makes me but happy. But also, when people offer to help, you're like, no. And... Because okay, because if it wasn't for me, people would not be pitching in sixty dollars to buy random crap that's going to be taken down the next day. So like, I don't want people to. I would do this either way, whether it was at the theater or at my house or wherever I live. So like, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna spend all this money either way. You guys wouldn't, so I don't want you to do that. Mm. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate it. I disagree. But, but like, but people want to help. I know, and, and your time is what is most helpful. I don't want people paying hundreds of dollars for pumpkins or candy or any of that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have 10 minutes before we have callers. Okay. So, What's your beef? Oh, uh, you go first. Okay. Yesterday I told you my beef was super stupid. Yeah, I'm ready. And you know what? It's not that stupid. I mean, it is compared to like my past ones, but okay. it's not that stupid. Um, <laughs> so, I the avocados at Wegmans, they're they are always hard, always hard. There's never a ripe one in the bunch, ever. Every time I go to Wegmans, never. And when I go to <laughs> let's let's lay it out. Whole Foods, okay. They will have hard ones, but they'll also have soft ones and, like, some in the middle, in between. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see your face. You're like, this is so stupid. But, I, I love avocados. Um, Trader Joe's. I can find some good ones there. Mm-hmm. But it's always Wegmans. They never, ever. I don't know what it is about Wegmans. They never have ripe avocados. Then why don't you just buy them earlier than you need them? I do. I still buy them. I still, no, I, but I'm saying like, I still you, bought two yesterday. Okay, so you go on a Saturday. Say so you go on a Thursday instead and be like, I'm going to buy these and they're going to be ready for... Oh, yeah, I do that. I okay. do that. Right. I'm just complaining <laughs> to have something to complain about. <laughs> like, typically what happens is I buy avocados mm-hmm. and they sit there. Well, if they're hard, they sit there and then I'm waiting for them to get ripe. And then when I finally want to eat them, they're too far gone right and they're bad and i have to throw them out they have a very small window of being ripe all right i mean yeah i i've definitely bought an avocado before and i just tear into it either way whether it's hard or not if it's hard yeah i think i was making avocado toast 
How did you do that? I just cut it open and then just smushed it like crazy. <laughs> it was definitely. It doesn't like, even taste the same. Yeah, it was definitely different. It was. It's gross. It wasn't gross. There's it like no different. flavor to it. You have to wait till it's soft. I uh, I, don't, I think I'm weird with flavor. I I don't think avocado has a ton of flavor to begin with. I mean, it doesn't have a ton of flavor to begin with, but like. When it's hard, it has <laughs> close to nothing. I don't know. I it wasn't the worst experience. Like cutting into it sucked. I cut myself cutting into it. It's hard as a rock. <laughs> what did you have to have an avocado in that moment? Yeah. Okay. So when I shop for stuff, when I when I cook, I love cooking. Like I wish I could cook every day, but I can't. I don't have time. So when I decide to cook, it's like I'm cooking this and I'm cooking it right now, and so I'll Instacart it. And start working on other crap. You gotta say ripe avocado. Yeah, but what is, I usually get my Instacart from Wegmans, <laughs> so there's no. <laughs> there, I just saved you. <laughs> I just dropped some knowledge on you. There you go. That's why they're always hard. I, I guess so. You gotta get. You know where the best avocados are? Where? Target. Really? Re- yep. I never would have guessed. Every time I go to Target, they're perfect. How random! I know. Instacart from Target. I wonder what they're doing. I don't know if Target's on Instacart, but that's just dangerous if it is. Like Spirit <laughs> is on uh, DoorDash. Spirit Halloween. <laughs> so I would – I'm like, oh, I need latex for the show. So I put latex in. I'm like, yeah, that's good enough, right? And then like, nah, I'll get spray blood. And then I'm like, you know what? I've always needed another fog machine. So then I ordered a fog machine. So this like you just go through everything. What do I need? This ten dollar order turned into like a hundred and ten dollars <laughs> real quick. But that that's my problem with with Instacart and DoorDash. And I don't use any of those. I use them all. <laughs> like when I'm, I, I don't know when I'm going to cook. So when I'm in that mood, I'm like, I'm going to do that and start working on something here, and then it'll get here perfect timing and and I'll oh yeah, put everything together. Yeah. So I don't know. I wish I could cook more. I forgot where I was going with the avocado. So, oh, yeah. So then I'll, I'll get <laughs> it. I'll get it there that time, and then and then it's like, well, I I either cut into this hard avocado or we don't have avocado toast. And the whole reason I'm doing this is because I like avocado <laughs> toast. I wouldn't if it's hard. I don't. I can't do that. I can't open it up and have avocado toast, even if that's what I wanted. I, I love avocado toast. I do with a ripe avocado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, ideally, ideally. It's not always the ideal circumstances <laughs> for these Well, things. now you know. Target's where it's at. Yeah. Shout out Target. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so stupid. My beef is... Uh, oh, yeah. We haven't even said your beef. That w- So we made a, a big tree in the middle of the, the auditorium for Halloween. And uh, we, we're doing what VJ does with when he makes the trees for stage. And I don't even know what the stuff's called, but it's a, the, the the spray foam that hardens and whatever. I didn't know when I first started doing this that you had to wear gloves <laughs> for when you handle that stuff. And I was just like it would fall off the tree and I just grab it with my hand and slap it back on the tree and like smear it on there. I'm like, well, it, it hardens, so I'll just be able to peel it off. It turns out that that's not at all how it works. <laughs> And you need gloves. So I was looking up. I for, I had it in over my entire hands. I had a complete coating. It looked like I was wearing gloves. And it hardened into like rocks, sharp rocks on my hands. So like I wore socks to bed the one night. Like socks on my hands to bed. Um, and 
the next day I wear gloves and stuff. But, like, you would look up, how do I get this stuff off? And one of the number one Reddit answers was build a time machine and go back in time and put gloves on. <laughs> They're just like, you're, you're done. You can't get it off. <laughs> Forever. Your hands are stuck like that. Yeah. So I, I soaked them. I, I did a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, eventually, Natalie brought some, like, green scrubby thing that you use on dishes. And I just scrubbed my hands like a madman with, with Vaseline. And it worked on my, my skin, but my nails. It looks like I have, like, rotting nail polish on. <laughs> and it's so uncomfortable. So that's that's my beef. <laughs> and it's with me. I mean, I just – I didn't know I needed gloves. <laughs> I should have figured. I I came out clean. I did not Which is get crazy. touched by that stuff once. That's crazy. <laughs> It's on my leg. It the ones on my legs hurt so bad because I get entangled in my leg hair. And uh, did you take it off? No, I mean I think I think there's still like one piece on there. That piece. I had a couple pieces, <laughs> but Nat ripped one off, and it. I yowled like. Wow! Like you finally let her rip one off. No, it was like it was the first time. Oh. It was that day, and she just ripped it <laughs> off, and I, it hurts so bad. I hate this stuff. I will never work with this stuff again. I think you could. I think you will. I probably you'll just will. wear gloves. But I don't want to. Honestly, I don't even think you'll wear gloves next time. I wore gloves. Just... I wore gloves the next day. Okay. And I was safe. I was safe, but it was like, look at that. I know. That is disgusting. And then people will like people who don't know will see my nails and be like, oh, it's <laughs> got like some kind of disease. <laughs> like I, I don't know. It's what awful. did your coworkers say when they saw your hands? Um, nothing. I don't know if I should say this. I don't think any of them listen. So, I <laughs> <laughs> I called off two days in a row, and I told them I was sick. And I <laughs> I pride myself on the ability to act sick. So I called off Wednesday, and I'm like, I'm just gonna take one day off. I'm gonna. Wait, wait, how did you act sick? Well, like at that, work? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so like, you're I, I'll call setting it off. Yeah. <laughs> And then Wednesday was when I got to stuff all over my hands. So I'm like, I can't go back into work tomorrow on Thursday. And they see all this crap on my hands. And they're like, oh, you're not sick. You're whatever you that is. And I could have played it off as a disease, I guess. Like, <laughs> my hands are falling off. But um, So I called off Thursday, too. And then I went and I worked at the theater more. And so Friday, I was like, I'm going to come in and just sell it. So I came in in a mask. I came like. My eyes were like drooping. <laughs> I like barely talked the whole day, and my one friend knew. Like I told my friend, like I'm <laughs> I'm at the theater working, so sorry, because he's the one I work with closest there. And everyone else was like, "Man, like you should probably go home. Like you look, you look pretty bad." <laughs> I'm like, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it out. I'm gonna stick it out. I needed to stick it out because I I need the money. So <laughs> I was just like I was I'm like I'm a trooper, man. I just really care about this job. I'm here to do this." And uh, it turns out I don't care. I just I, – I really wanted to sell it. And I, I hope they listen. They don't listen. <laughs> you think anybody supports me there? <laughs> you uh, have coworkers that come <laughs> see the shows. Right? Yeah, every now and again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, none of them definitely – they don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but I don't know what – I don't know the point of that story, honestly. Oh, you asked oh, what the coworkers I said. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't say anything because they didn't see it. <laughs> They just assumed I was sick and stayed away from me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's 
perfect timing. I'm a little nervous. Because we only have two people in the queue. <laughs> we have two people in the queue as of right now. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. Oh, you don't have these people's numbers, so I'm going to have to send you their numbers. Um, I'm going to write them down and slide it over to you. Because I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how to work this thing, if I'm being honest. Can't you just send me... You know. have their contact. Just send me their contact. How do I do that? Go to their contact. I'm here. Yeah, and it says it should say send. No. <laughs> Let me see. Oh my god, it's a failure. Wait, where is he? Oh, right here. See, I hate that it goes by last name. Why does it go by last name? To save you from having people with the same names and not knowing. Who it is. Yeah, but like, it still should be, I can't find him. <laughs> I have my uncle's contact and I can't find him in my contact list. Dude, he doesn't, he doesn't exist in this. <laughs> um. Okay, I'll just, I'll just give you his number because it's not, it's not sending. Okay. okay. Hold on, I'm writing it. This is back to the Dude, stone you don't get here. this? Like, share contact? Maybe because he doesn't have an iPhone, I can't. I don't know. Um. Okay. That's caller number one. And then I will send you the next one. I'll figure it out well. Who is this? Oh, it's Jesse. I know. <laughs> okay. Dude, Bella's trying to FaceTime. Silence. Are you, call, are you calling? <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to call yes. right? Oh, I what thought you, you were. What, what do you think <laughs> no, I gave no, you the number? I, I thought you were going to give me the second number, too. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whoops. It's <laughs> a nightmare. This is falling apart. Sorry. Wait. Okay. You got to put them to the microphone. I got it. I'm sorry. This is going to be loud. Crystal clear though. So. Hello, who is this? It's um Jesse. Hey Jesse. Hey Jesse, welcome to the podcast. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you have a ghost story to share with us? Yes, actually, it's 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 funny because it's two ghost stories, but they had to be tied together. All right, I love it. Let's yeah. hear it. Okay, so part one, I think we were doing Fiddler on the Roof, but I'm not 100% positive. And at the time, we didn't have our wonderful light and sound booth. We had tables set up in the balcony, uh, one with the sound equipment on it and one with the lighting equipment on it. They were separated by some distance. Um, the sound table was on the left side of the balcony when you're in the balcony. So it was lined up with stage right where the doorway is that goes to the green room, the costume room and the basement, depending on which way you go. Excuse me. That door was open. It was very late at night and Lynn Metzger and I were in there, um, working on, the mini discs for the musical. And just as background, we would buy 
with the scripts, the canned music version on a CD. But Mm. because I didn't trust CDs, we would transfer all that music over to mini discs. Okay. Because they're far more reliable and it took a lot of time. And, And Lynn and I were there late working on that. And Lynn said, did you see that? And I said, did I see what? And she said, I just saw a woman walk up the stairs from the basement and turn into the green room. Uh... And it looked like she was carrying a tray with, you know, something on it. Well, being responsible for the building... I felt obligated to, you know, go see what was going on. So Luna and I took a walk of the building. We did the whole building and all the doors were locked and we didn't find anybody at all. Oh, God. So being that late, I said, let's go get this done so we can get the heck out of here. So we went up and, and, you know, finished our work and essentially, you know, forgot about the event. Uh, Although I'm sure it was, you know, probably told. Um, so months and months later, my daughter, Justine and I were in the theater by ourselves on a Sunday and I was working on, I think it was Christmas Carol. I could be wrong, but I I thought it was Christmas Carol and Justine was painting the styrofoam rocks that, you know, Mm -hmm we decorate the walls with and, and, you know, Debbie came up with a way to paint them and and Justine was following her recipe and and painting those stones. So I said to Justine, I'm just stepping outside for a minute for a smoke break and I'll be right back. And she was like, I don't know, maybe 16. And she said, okay. So I walked out the Vandevort street door for my break And no sooner had I gotten outside than the door slams open and there's Justine and she is white as a ghost, no pun intended. Oh my God. And, (laughs) you know, I could see, I could see on her face how, how terrified she really was. And I said, what's wrong? What happened? And she said she was just, you know, painting her rocks and, and had a weird feeling like somebody was watching her and she turned around and she said there was a woman sitting in the second row watching her paint the rocks. Oh my God. No. (laughs) And she just went terrified because nobody else was in the building and I had all the doors locked. So she, you know, booked out to me and for whatever reason, it brought to mind the event that Lynn saw back when we were doing sound together. And we used to have regular dial-up phones. Every kid listening to this is now Googling dial-up phones. <laughs> and we had one in the kitchen, one in the office, and one in the, in the, the side wing room, off of the green room, where the electrical panels are the stage left wing. So my crazy brain 
concocted a quick experiment and I took Justine up into that area where the phone was and I got on the phone and I called Lynn and she answered and I didn't tell her anything about what happened. All I said was, I'm going to be asking some questions about what you saw the night we were working on sound. And I want you to answer them in, in as short an answer as you possibly can. And Lyd said, okay. And Justine knew that was her task as well, standing near me. Mm-hmm. So I said, what did you see? And Lynn said, I saw a woman. Justine said, I saw a woman watching me. And I said, what was she wearing? And Lynn said, a turn-of-the-century dress. And Justine said, a dress like from Christmas Carol. And I said, what color was the dress? And Lynn said, burgundy. And Justine said, wine-colored. Ooh. Now, they they can't hear each other, right? Because I'm on an old phone pressed up against my face. And then I said, what kind of hair did she have? And Lynn said it was a chestnut fall. And Justine sort of gestured to her own hair, which could be described, especially at that time, as a chestnut fall. And to me, that was pretty darn accurate corroboration (laughs) without any sort of opportunity to discuss it between the two of them. Yeah, that is wild. And that's where I think we, we... got the phrase the lady in red um it, i mean it's possible somebody else saw her because i know other people have seen her and said you know i saw the lady in red or whatever but uh those two stories by themselves wouldn't be as convincing as if you know without that little experiment happening and to me that's that was just you know the tell-all right there that is wild yeah, I would I would have been just like Justine booked it out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've left there on a number of occasions. I used to work there by myself late at night doing lighting design and stuff like that and just get kind of a bad feel and say, you know what, I'm done. I got to go. I just don't feel right about being here right now. I Countless amount of times I've had to leave because it's like somebody's in there with you. I don't, I don't know how you stay there alone. I, I don't know if I could ever be there alone. I did it. I did it all the time, and and you know it's funny because when you're when you're programming the light board and setting up what, what what is your final design for the show, it's really important. And it's at least for me, it was more important to be alone and to be able to focus and to not have people yelling, you know, where's the drill, where's the box of screws, and stuff like that. So it was it was beneficial to me uh, to just be there by myself. And uh, yeah, it could get downright scary. Yeah, and that—that's what I like is that sometimes it feels really comfortable and just normal, and then other times there's that feeling of just like I'm—I'm I'm gonna get destroyed here tonight if I stay here. You, you know, it's kind of funny too. Is—is is for me anyway. It's always in transition. It's like the booth is my safe place. So if I get up into the booth and I'm there at the lighting board, I can stay there the whole time. Nothing bothers me when I'm up in there. 
it's the transition from the booth to the outside door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are times when I leave the booth and I literally bolt out the front door just to like get outside and get a breath of fresh air because I feel something, you know, not right. And then I have to go back in and lock everything up and, you know, turn everything off and all that. But, um, for the vast majority of the time that I was there, it wasn't, you know, too terrible, bad. Yeah, no, it, it, it always, they have their moments and sometimes it's, it's really horrifying and sometimes it's just calm. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Well, thank but you. Anyway, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing this podcast because <laughs> I want to hear a lot more ghost stories. I haven't been around for a while. I'm sure I've missed a few. Yeah. Yeah, I hope we get uh, a bunch more callers <laughs> to share their their experiences. I'm sure they will. And God forbid, if you if you run out of people, call me back. i got a couple more. All right. Ooh, okay. We'll take you up on that. Yeah, if you have to, feel free. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for being our first caller. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I do like that story a lot. I remember him telling me before. Uh, yeah, I... Okay, I want an encounter, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't want a too scary of one. I want to... Like, s- seeing someone... Uh, I... I want to see a full body. Like, I saw a shadow, but I, I don't know. I want to see a full something that I mistake for a human. I do, too, but I also don't want to be alone in that moment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. I don't know. Okay. I sent you in order of who we're okay. calling. All right. Next caller. Hello. Hello, Julie. Hi, Alex. How are you? Good. Welcome to the podcast again. Thank you. I'm excited to do this. It's kind of fun. Okay. You are caller number two. Can you tell us some of your stories? Sure. So um, the one that comes to mind right away is when we were working on, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus the first time, not this past time. Okay. And they had, the way the set was set up is up on the upper left top platform is where we had the church choir. So my character, I played many in the show, had to run from downstairs up through the costume room and always into that to join the choir for singing. Um And the kids who were in the choir at the time were gathered in that little side room waiting to go on uh, with their waiting for me. And I'm running up through the costume room and I'm hearing um, someone rummaging through the costumes because the costume racks are stacked in that room. um, And there could be people hiding in those we'd never know. And you hear the sound of metal hangers like being just moved on the racks. So Debbie, DJ's mom, always is up there too, um, trying to pull things if we're asked to do like some kind of special favor for the holidays. So I'm thinking during the show, she's up there looking for something. And we had a couple seconds before I went on and I'm like, Debbie, what are you looking for? And I kept whispering to her and no answer, no answer. And yet the hangers still continued to move. So I'm like, maybe she didn't hear me. And I'm like, Debbie, what are you doing? What are you looking for? And again, nothing and then the kids pop their heads out they're like what are you doing i'm like debbie's up here they're like no she's not i'm like no someone's up here moving costumes around and then we had to go on stage and um 
I didn't tell them because they're like, what's going on? What's going on? I wouldn't tell them because they were probably like 18 and younger. So not always something you want to share with kids. But we went out, we did our song that we had to do. And we got off. They booked through that room so fast and made their way downstairs. And I was right on their heels. I'm like, okay, don't leave me up here by ourselves. <laughs> so that room always has, we've heard kids giggle. We've heard kids, um, you know, we've heard the costume racks, you know, people looking through costumes um, all the time. So it's just one of those rooms that, I don't know if it's the energy from past or whatever. It used to be the choir, I think the choir room. Um there was a piano up there until just recently. We removed that. But we've been up there cleaning before. I was up there with my friend Jamie, who had just recently passed away. And um, she said that someone whispered in her ear, get out. Ooh. And she's like, we got to go. And I said, what's going on? She goes, someone just told me to get out. And it was just her and I. It was like a day when I think DJ's family was on vacation. We we're just trying to get stuff organized after a show. And she's like, someone just told me to get out. I was like, we're trying to organize. What are you, why are you telling us to leave? She's like, I can't, I don't feel comfortable anymore. So we, we left. So I'm up there all the time. I don't always hear things, um, but, um, you know, it's, I'm comfortable up there, but once in a while you just get that, you don't know what's going on. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to ask if you get scared when you're alone. Not really. Um, there's shows there. I mean, normally people are in the building. Like, I don't want to be in that room by myself with no one in the building. But then there's things I don't really want to be in that building by myself ever. Um, I mean, I'm comfortable sometimes, but, you know, not not always. I don't know. DJ, how do you feel about that when you're there by yourself? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely – I was just talking with, with Jesse about this. It's like sometimes you'll go in there and it, it just feels calm, like like nothing's going on. And um, sometimes you go in there and it's like this horrifying presence is there and you have to run anywhere that you're going. Like Jesse was saying that he felt safe in the booth. I'll feel safe in my office. But then once I leave there, I'm sprinting. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings to mind one other story is when we were doing Deep End of the Dark, um, the whole set – if you've never seen it is um, a forest and there's tents on stage and everything. And I was stage managing the production. So I always get there first, set everything up, but normally your dad be down in his office working. So there'd be someone else in the building. And um, this one performance, I got there first. So I opened the building, turned on the stage lights and just start, I walked into the theater and just walked on stage, trying to start setting up all the props and everything they needed for the show. And the theater there was so many noises coming from like the audience area of the theater that I was sitting there I stopped I'm like okay and then it did it again and I was like I I, yeah I walked out that door so fast (laughs) and then I think I met Jesse coming in I'm like I just can't be in there right now by myself and he's like what what (laughs) so we both went in and then it was a little bit easier but it's yeah sometimes you I get it you just can't you you just don't want to be in there by yourself ever and I mean I've done costume sewing days but normally in the green room where I'm comfortable you know I think one of the shows you know when there's a huge cast thing and we're creating all these costumes green room I'm fine but upstairs it was that up there and then sometimes in the theater I don't feel as as comfortable or welcome that you just you know that uneasy feeling that you just don't want to be in that room the costume room for sure the costume room I think is is just one of the worst places really yeah, especially right. that that little side room. 
That yes. Yeah, that's the, the worst room in the building, I think. I was going to yeah. ask well, what you thought was the worst. Yeah, that or the spiral um, staircase. The, sometimes the theater, I, I'm okay normally in the costume room. Like, no one's ever told me get out. Like, I don't know if they just know that I've been there 24-7. Um, so I'm okay. I know your mom and I have been up there. Um, we were pulling costumes for shows when we've been locked in the building. We hear someone open and close that, that door downstairs. Like when you first come in, you slam that door shut. Yes. We've heard that. And then we go look and no one's in the building. And um, that's happened on numerous occasions that you'd hear someone come in and we're the only two. And we've checked the building and no one's in the building. Um, so I know that that's, that's freaked us out, you know, because we're just trying to pull costumes for shows and this is going back. I think you were still babies. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's just sometimes up there, I don't, that side room, I'm okay. I mean, I've stood up there by myself before shows or during shows to make an entrance. I don't feel as uncomfortable. Right. Um, I'm trying to think sometimes I, you know, you guys say that the booth before we did that and that attic door used to be open. Now we have it closed and locked. Thank you. Or just <laughs> with the padlock on it. Sometimes that area, like those stairs, I think I was up in the booth with Justine or we were up in before the booth or we we're in the booth and um, just going up those stairs. That's just creepy. The attics creeps me out. I will say that that was just a creepy place. Yes, it is. That's it's horrifying up there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not to mention that you have to walk on boards that you don't step off and you fall through <laughs> right. the ceiling. You know, you don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> you don't want your leg, wait, let me just say, you don't want your leg dangling over the audience's head before she opens, right? No. Did you I tell did that, that story when you were on the podcast? I don't know if I ever did. You should get that I out don't... there now. It's not a ghost <laughs> okay. story, but it's it's a horrifying story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So. Okay, I went up, um, your aunt Lori, which is um, your uncle Tim who passed away, it was his wife. Okay. She had come to the theater and she said she has like a sixth sense about things and, you know, she can sense presence and stuff like that. So we took her on a tour and since your mom had never really gone up to the attic, I'm like, oh, I'll walk her up there because she wanted to see everything. And we're up there and um, all of a sudden... There's openings in the ceiling where the lamps used to be, but we have them covered with boards. I had just stepped on it and I went right through and my leg was dangling oh over, like out of the hole. So you can still see there's a little bit. If you look up ever, there's a little bit of um, plaster missing from the ceiling near one of those holes. And um, your mom's down below. God bless your mom screaming, get out of there, get out of there, get out of there. <laughs> and I'm like, Hold on a second. I'm trying. But according to your Aunt Lori, she said I was pushed. She saw like a shadowy figure actually push me. Um, and that's when I went through. And um, that's what she told your family. And I'm like, okay, I didn't, I don't know because it just happened so fast. Right. And um, I think your Uncle Jesse freaked out because he's like, if you can't go up there and be safe, no one can go up there. I'm like, okay. Because I had been up there helping him do like I'll run all the lines and stuff. And a bunch of us had been up there. So like we knew where to walk, where not to walk. And there's a board I stepped on like a million times and just that happened right before. Um, and then my legs dangling over the mm -hmm. audience. And uh, 
I mean, they weren't in yet, but it was right before the house was supposed to open. Um, so they had to clean up all the plaster that was out in the chairs because, you know, some <laughs> plaster did fall and it's messy. And at least I did it. And then we had to go out and perform Christmas Carol, it was. So um, as a gift from Audrey Strong, she made me um, a Barbie doll with a leg going through a box <laughs> with um, wearing a black gown like I was supposed to wear in the show. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if we can't have, like, humor about it since it wasn't tragic and no one got really seriously hurt, I'm, I'm okay with that. But it was, I don't even think I was scared. It just, like, was so fast. And I was like, okay, got to get out of here. Got to go. That's gotta horrifying. Get ready for the show. You know, it's just, it's, I'm, I'm practical on some of that stuff. But, you know, we've had things happen there that the kids, like, go, oh, my gosh, it's this. And then you kind of try to debunk it because we can't sit there and say everything is a ghost. Like that kitchen running water thing we just debunked because every time someone was up in the upstairs bathroom doing something, the faucet in the kitchen would run. So we kind of correlated that. Tracy kind of pinpointed that when she was sitting down there. Um just recently because like the kitchen faucet would just drip or like actually like just do like a gush of water and then stop again. But we've also correlated it with the upstairs whenever they were doing something upstairs in the bathroom. So yeah, see, I, that one. I like doing that too, where it's not just, Oh, there's a slight breeze. It must be a, a demon. Like yeah. <laughs> let's, yeah. no, let's be that's, realistic. That's yeah. I mean, and you want to, you don't want to sit there and say, Oh, it's haunted. Cause this happens like, okay, but it could be this, 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 or this. Yes. But you know, when you hear, when you hear things that are a unique sound that you know, you know the sound, like the curtain, the hangers on a metal rod or something like that, you know for sure. It's right. it's not something that someone's, I'm not sitting there going, oh, I'm just making it up. No, you know that sound because the, the metal rods are in the costume room and there's metal hangers and it's a unique sound. Um, and one other thing, oh, when we first moved in, and I, Megan Swartz has this photo somewhere, and but this is going back like, 20 years ago we did one of our first times we had that second level up there and if it was just like a prefab one it wasn't the one that Woomer built um we did a ghost a little ghost hunt one of our anniversary parties a little ghost hunt type thing and the curtain was hanging so we were i went in there with like a bunch of kids and we we're sitting just sitting quietly and i took a picture of that back wall where the um, picture of jesus used to be and um, you, because your dad had said all energy when they were in church was focused at, you know, Jesus in the back of the altar and everything else. And um, there was this big orb on the in the photo, which you think, okay, it's the flash. So I'll debunk it. So I took, just did half of it and it was only half an orb. And then I did the other half of the thing and it was the other half of the orb. So somewhere there's this energy photo where it was like a bright like you saw the black walls and you saw this big yellow ball in the middle of it then you have half a ball and half a ball so it was like the coolest looking thing and I we showed your dad at that point in time but it was on like a digital camera from ages and ages and ages ago that you know we were kids at that point so well they were kids at that point and I probably still wasn't um, <laughs> but it was so that's somewhere too, which was just cool because it was like where all the energy was focused. So it's like it probably just an energy source at that point. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's it's a fun place to be. I have spiral staircase area too, little, always creepy. Oh, yeah, for area. sure. That one is just, I wouldn't want to be out there by myself. No. 
um, I think being out there this summer for Sweeney with Alex and Bud and that, we're just, mm-hmm. we, were, we were just goofing around because that music and that high train whistle, um, you know, so we just, that was, that was easy going. But like, I think staying out there by yourself before a show, not something I'd want to do. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate you. We love your stories. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. Thank you. I can't wait to listen. I can't wait to hear everybody else's ghost stories. This this is a great episode. I can't wait to hear it. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. I texted you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, if Tanya didn't call in, I was like, she told us about a story, so she has to call. Do, Do you see my message of who to do next? Oh. Your mom. Yeah, okay. just so we don't go in order, because she has to go. Okay, got it. Good morning. <laughs> morning. Good morning. <laughs> How's How it going? How are you guys doing? Good. 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 You are Great. caller number three. <laughs> caller number three. Okay. Wow. Well, <laughs> what do I win? What do I win? <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity to tell us your ghost yeah. story. Oh my gosh, I have so many. I have so many. I had to try and figure out which which one do I want to tell. Um, you know, we've had so many opportunities to, of course, work at the theater. So I, uh, you know, so many opportunities of you know working working there on on long lonely nights. I, I was in there by myself many times, and you know the lights would blink, and I would talk to the lights and say, "Please stop blinking, <laughs> ghosts, stop blinking," things like that. But I guess one was uh, since it's Mikey's birthday, I thought I would have Mikey star in my ghost story. <laughs> uh, Mikey's my, Mikey's birthday is on Monday, so um, when he was little, he was running around the theater, and he would run around the peanut gallery all the time, all the time, and. Um, one time he just, uh, stopped cold and he came back screaming. I said, what's wrong? What's wrong? He said, man, man, man. And I said, man, where's a man there? You know, it was just crew or something. So I walk around. Of course, there's nobody there, nobody at all. And, um, he's pointing and then he's acting like kind of like a monster. Like this man was like a monster, like scaring him. And he, he would point, you know, I said, honey, there's nobody there. And so I thought that was rather terrifying. <laughs> he could see something that we couldn't. Yeah, he um, did that a lot, didn't he? He oh, so much at the theater. He, we would be on the stage looking at something else, and he would point up at the balcony, and he'd say, "There, man!" And we'd look, nobody there. And so I would take a picture, and there'd be like a huge orb, like a, and I don't mean just a little orb, like a huge orb up in the balcony. Um. And I go, Mike, <laughs> nobody there. And he would he would always see things in the theater, always when he was tiny. Because he, I mean, we'll talk about literally growing up in the theater. Mike and DJ both did. Um, I, I took the, I'm the one who took the photo of Don and Jesse, um, the ghost behind them. So that was kind of cool. I just um, actually, so I've seen that picture my whole life because that was super uh-huh. early on. And I just maybe a year ago saw the face and I was like, how did I miss that? All these yeah. Years. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And everybody kept saying, well, is there room there for somebody to stand? Is there, there was no room. It was a wall. It was a wall. There was nobody, no room for anybody to stand there. So that was kind of cool. You know, when the photos came back and we go, Oh my gosh, look at, there's a woman standing there. 
So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, another really quick story, because my stories are kind of quick. Um, one time I was cleaning, a lot of things in the cast room. Julie and I would be in the cast room, and there's so many times we heard the door open downstairs, and we'd go to the landing, and we'd shout, hello, who's here, who's here? And, of course, there's nobody, nobody in the building. We'd run downstairs and look. So we'd be kind of terrified. We'd be, you know, cleaning. And um, one one time I was up there by myself digging for costumes for a show, and I always had the kids with me. And um, for some reason, uh, Jed was with us, too. He was like another one of my kids. Um, so it was funny. They were all around cleaning and stuff, and uh, they were downstairs in the, uh, oh, the green room. And I was upstairs in the costume digging for something. And all of a sudden I heard kids laughing up there, and I thought, okay, they're up here you know, playing with me, said, okay, guys, what do you need? Come on, I'm in a hurry. I'm trying to look for something. And they're not answering me. Um, I'm hearing all this laughing and giggling. All of a sudden, boxes are falling. I'm going, guys, come on. I don't have time for this. So I go looking up and down the aisles of the classroom room, and I, I don't see them. So I go downstairs to the green room, and they're all sitting on the couch together looking at books. And I said, really, guys? What, what, how come you're upstairs? And they look at me like I was, like I had, you know, 10 heads. They weren't upstairs. And usually one of them would crack and admit, and not, mom, we weren't upstairs. We weren't upstairs. And so that was kind of funny that I don't know who was upstairs, but it wasn't them. <laughs> so that was kind of scary. I remember um, that. Yeah. Yeah. And another time, um, I was, we were cleaning the theater before a show, and right, I was, um, vacuuming the aisles and I look up and it looked like Rosie sitting up and sitting in one of the seats in the peanut gallery oh just playing with one of her little electronic toy things and stuff I look up and all of a sudden she's gone I go, Rose where are you Rose and um I go Rose and uh, she came out from the back room she goes what mom what do you need I said you were right here she goes mom I wasn't there <laughs> she was never there she was never sitting in the peanut gallery where I thought she was and looked exactly like, you know, a little oh girl God. with little pigtails. Um, yeah, scary. Just, you know, seeing people that weren't there. Um, maybe I'm just crazy, <laughs> but a lot of people have done that. A lot of people have seen people. Uncle Jesse saw the same uncle, not my uncle Jesse, but the kid's uncle Jesse. Um, <laughs> Jesse saw, you know, the same kind of little girl running around. So there's, you know, kid kind of like spirits there. All kinds of spirits in the building. Very, um, you know, it's spooky if you're there alone. I used to go sometimes alone at night to paint after work because, you know, some parts of the set done. Very, very spooky. Sometimes some, sometimes it didn't bother you at all. Sometimes nothing was there. You didn't feel anything. Other times you just couldn't even walk in the building. The feeling was just not good. I would just turn around and come home. So it's just odd just odd you know it's a cool place um but it could be it could be extremely <laughs> terrifying extremely terrifying there are times i wouldn't walk in the building unless somebody else came in with me wow. other times i could walk in with no problem and nothing nothing would bother me at all and then there's times i would walk in and walk right out and i'd say i'm not <laughs> walking in until somebody's coming in with me you just you could just feel feel something that was not you know not right it was it's just a feeling odd odd very strange yeah so i don't know does that i hope that helps your oh it definitely yeah, yeah. helps and i love the crossovers <laughs> in stories yeah. like I, I jesse didn't tell the story on here but i i know his story of like the little girl and then you seeing 
the little girl and, and however many other people have seen her is so crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I know people said they've seen a lady in red. I never saw the lady in red, but I know I probably have a ton more ghost stories and I just I'm not remembering them. Um, I used to have to spend when I played, um, oh, in uh, Noodles. Um, I can't remember the name of my character right now. Um, who was I in Noodles? <laughs> I also can't remember. <laughs> so many characters. Wow. <laughs> so many characters I can't even remember. But I was up in that little uh, uh, upstairs by myself the whole show. You want to talk about terrifying. Oh, my God. The entire was, show? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and I would run down and do something stupid and then run back up there. And I was up there by myself. Like, oh, my gosh. That's scary up there. Yeah, it is. In that little closet you're like okay something's up here with me that's what i said i said it's one of my least favorite places in the building yeah it's scary up there it's very scary you don't know it feels like something's in there and you don't know what it is it's very an ominous little corner it's like let me go back on stage please (laughs) hurry with your lines and get me out of here yeah kind of weird so yeah but thank you for allowing me to share some fun stories. I hope you have a lot more people telling stories because it's what a cool idea. Yeah, thanks for telling yours. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, happy Halloween. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> fun time of year. Okay, guys, have a great day. You All too. right, you too. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Ooh. All right, we're moving and grooving right now. Okay. Guess who's next? I already know who's. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> but... you sent me the <laughs> list. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey. Hey, what's up? Who's calling? Who is this? <laughs> me. Okay. Who's, who's me? me? Who? Bella and Ari. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Share your ghost stories. Ari's gonna tell her because I don't really have one. I just kinda wanted to call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> Dude, we're eating breakfast. Okay. okay. <laughs> so it was the crew before um the Halloween party. Autumn and I were cleaning the green room and there was like this metal trash can, like Oscar the Grouch trash can back there. <laughs> and it was like stuffed with stuff. Um and there was like a big box on the top. So I'm picking up this like Lipton tea bottle. And I, like, tucked it under the box, into the bottom of the trash can. So then Autumn and I turn around, and we're, like, setting up, like, um, like one of those boudoir things. The one that says Red Rum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we hear, like, a bottle hit the ground, and we turn around, and it's literally, like, sitting in the middle of the green room. Like, far away from the trash can. Just there. So, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, my God, what just happened? And then Autumn's like, hi, Mary, blah, blah, blah. But, Yeah. <laughs> I was so freaked out because we both just kind of like we had this second where we both like looked at each other before we looked at the bottle because we both knew like what was that right so yeah yeah that's my story (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's slightly horrifying (laughs) Uh, all right Bella you have nothing to share um I'm at my grandma's house that's our <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for calling in. <laughs> that was short and sweet. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Bye. 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 
I get out with the kids. <laughs> no, but whenever something lands in a crazy spot that's far away from where you were. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that happens. There's a bunch of stuff like that. Like I know um so many people have lost their their keys. Like they'll and it's not me. Like I lose my keys everywhere, so like any of these stories for me would not be realistic. But like my dad, I know, he he's put his keys right behind him and then they're like downstairs or something. Like like crazy things like that. <laughs> what? that are i don't know constantly happening so it's like fun playful there's like a, i guess something playful there yeah like maybe like it's the kids anybody. stealing yeah stealing all the stuff and hiding it from people playing games yeah all right let's call our next caller Hi. Hi. We were just wondering if you were going to answer. Sorry, I was not in my room. My phone rang. That's all right. Who are you? Why are you calling? Um, My name is Natalie, and I'm calling because I had an experience during Sweeney Todd. Do you want me to just like go into it? Yeah. Okay. So I was sitting up in the balcony with Don. And this was a little bit before the show started, but we were in the middle of a conversation. And then to my right, by like where the spiral staircase is, like I thought I heard a man talking. And so then I looked over and I was like, did you just hear that? And Don was like, no. He's like, what? And I thought it was maybe Jared because he had, he comes up. He came up during the show then, but he wasn't there yet. And so I like looked over and I was like, there was totally just a man that like was like talking, like whispering over there. And your, your dad, DJ, he was like, Oh my gosh. And he thought it was so cool, but I still don't know like what, what happened. It was like so weird. Yeah. I, there's a lot of people who say that there's a a man in the spiral staircase. That's like Mm. a popular one. Yeah. And it was like, it, it was like a super deep voice and like it, it was, like, very clearly, like, up on the balcony because, like, there's obviously people that were, like, waiting for the show to start. And, like, it was very – it was just very clear, like, right next to my ear. Oh, thinking about it, it's, like, so creepy. Oh. <laughs> I've only ever gone up the staircase once. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I think I only did once, and it just – it creeps me out. Even just looking up in that direction – like the other day, it was I think it was me, DJ, and Cal. Just looking up there, I was like, uh, "No, no, please no." <laughs> well, we had another experience where oh, yeah, you 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 tell it. That's your story. Was it? Wait, was it the one where we heard something and like, we thought it was Julie? Yes. Okay, so this was this had been was it after Frankenstein? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And it was me, Cal, DJ, Ben. I don't know if there was anyone else there, but we were all just like hanging out after the show. And we heard like this distinct like woman speaking. And we thought, because like Julie had left like a couple minutes before. And so we thought like maybe she'd like come back in. 
and was like just announcing herself and like we literally checked everywhere like there was no one in the building and like it was the strangest thing ever because like it was clearly a woman and there was no one else in the building that was like talking that it could have been and we're like hello and nobody outside that's that's true which because wow. i feel like that's one where people will get confused because like the walls are paper thin so like you hear a car door slam like you can hear all that stuff out there but it was at a time where nobody would be yelling outside and also yeah. nobody was outside so i and callum is a non-believer and he had no explanation for it that is so true because he heard it and he's like i don't know man yeah which is i love that shun the non-believer yeah <laughs> Well, thank you for calling and sharing your story. Yeah, no problem. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Okay. I I really have to respond to this person for a second, so I need to pause. Okay, you're fine. You're fine. Um, I, Nat and I have been there a lot recently, and it's usually just like two or three of us in the building at the same time. And uh, there's been a couple just noises that are like, okay, well, that doesn't make sense, but yeah, and we you get to a point where once you're working there for like ten hour days, you just kind of move past it and pretend you you don't hear it. Um, but there are always there's like constant noise. My my dad would say that, and I know he's one of these callers in the queue, so I don't know if I'm stealing his his material right now. But he would say when he would go over to his office and just be there at night or or whenever doing tickets. That there would just be like a whole performance going on upstairs. You'd just hear seats moving. He'd hear footsteps. He'd hear all of it. A whole performance. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I, and he's like, I don't remember if you'd keep his door closed or open, but I think some there are some days where he would he'd lock that up because <laughs> that's horrifying. Yeah, you guys having your offices in the basement? No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know where else you'd have your yeah. office, but like, <laughs> I thought about where I could put it, and uh, there's like nowhere. Like when you have to shut off all the lights. Yeah. And that's the last place. I sprint <laughs> out of there when I'm alone. Like I, I'll shut the lights and then just hundred meter dash out the door. <laughs> okay, ready for our next caller? Yes. Hi. Hello. Who is Hello. this, and why are you calling? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just want to start out and say thank you to all my podcast fans. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and for making my episode the number one most listened to and episode. It's not, that's not even, that's not factual. <laughs> that's just not factual. Wait, I wonder I, if we could get those I don't, stats. I would, I'd be interested in that. Me too. <laughs> I just appreciate it more than you know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um... Yeah, so no, I'm so excited. DJ reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to tell a couple of my experiences there at the theater. Um, so I put together some little notes, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Okay, so um, the first one, I don't know if Carla's going to, did she call in yet? No, I don't think she's calling in. Okay. Um, I just didn't want to tell the same story, but this one I believe has been told on the podcast, um, but we're going to tell it again. So, <laughs> okay. uh, um, 
DJ Carla and I um, decided we wanted to do something special for Ryan's birthday and surprise him. So we were at the theater late at night, and I believe we were hanging streamers in that middle back section of the back room. And we were just, like, laughing and being stupid as usual. Um, And whenever us three were together, we were too loud to be, like, scared or thinking about, like, oh, we're in a haunted theater late at night. Like, because we used to have sleepovers there as well. Um, We were just, you know, having too much fun to, like, think, like, oh, this is scary. So, but something that night, for some reason, definitely wanted our attention and, like, wanted to make its presence known um, because it was loud enough, like, above our own echoing voices (laughs) that we quickly became silent. Um, And what we heard was what sounded like the back door opening and clear as day footsteps walking up the back stairs near the lift. Um, I believe we were um, even nervous that it might be Ryan trying to ruin his own surprise, (laughs) which, you know, is very likely. (laughs) Um, So we waited those like five to ten seconds it takes to walk up the back door to the the green room where we're literally just waiting there in silence um, and like waiting to see if someone was going to like pop out around from like those blue drapes that hang in that entryway. But, like, literally nobody came. And so we're just, like, standing there, like, staring, like, who the hell just walked into the building? And so, of course, Carla and I are like, oh, like, hell no. Like, we're not doing this. So then DJ ran around checking to see, like, if anybody got into the building. And not a single person was found. And it's one of those experiences you cannot explain or rationalize outside of that small group of us because it was one of those things it's not like someone was like oh did you hear that and be like no what'd you hear like it was loud and clear as day that we all stopped what we were doing and looked and we were like oh hell no like somebody's definitely in the building we thought maybe it was julie or mom and emily like they knew we were there late like nobody and um so it really was one of like the creepiest moments there and like why that night did it it, it want to make its presence like known more than usual because like I said we used to have sleepovers there we would be there all the time very weird very creepy um definitely I'd say probably the scariest experience I've had there yeah I mean everyone was was a little bit spooked and and you know I stepped up and I walked around and I I secured the areas. Is what, yeah. what kind of <laughs> we would have we would have perished without DJ. That I th- I think you know <laughs> a, a, a Fabio esque story is, is what I'm. <laughs> that experience seems to happen a lot. Yeah. Like uh, so people thinking that someone's in the theater when they're not. That's. I think you grabbed something off the prop shelf, DJ. I was walking around with a fake gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I I that went about right. I went out right out there, puffed my chest out. Nobody was even gonna come close to me at that point, I don't think. So Joe, yeah, how old were you? At I, this point? I had it I had it under control. We'll just we'll just say that. <laughs> but uh, th- that's always my biggest fear is that it's going to be a, a real human being yeah. breaking in and real trying to intruder. kill me. Yes. So when there's always like a moment of like, oh, good. Like, at least it's not going to kill me. But then also, what the hell is this then? Yeah, I think that's the moment that really got us because 
I don't think me and you, DJ, have had that many experiences because to us also for being there all the time, being little, like, I don't know if, like, we just got used to it and it's kind of in the background. Right. Um, But, like, it was one of those experiences where we're like, okay, we kind of hope it is someone at this moment. Like, it's mom or Emily or dad or Julie or something. Nobody. And then all of a sudden, that's when it hit you and you're like, then what was that? Yes. <laughs> yes. For sure. For sure. Um, you have I another really, one? Yes. So this one was actually during Christmas Carol. And I had to have been like 10 or 11 years old. And for some reason, which just seems odd to me, um, but mom had some kind of separate rehearsal with the carolers. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? I don't know yes. why. Okay. Just so they don't sound like crap. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if that would be a mom thing, though. That's why I was like, I don't know why I was there with her and just the carolers, but I guess that makes sense. So, um, I, of course, tagged along as we did when we were little, and I was just drawing in a notebook and sitting in the odd, and all the carolers were up on stage, um, and they were practicing, um, I think it was the God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen, um, and I just, like, casually look up, and before I, like, looked back down to keep drawing, I saw a woman back in that little entryway area, like where the green room is, like near the lift in the classroom stairs. And she was just standing there looking straight into the odd. And I kept looking at her, like, which feels like for the entirety of the rest of the song they were singing, because I didn't want to interrupt mom in the middle and like, you know, make her mad. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So then I'm just like looking at this woman and the woman's not looking at me. She's just looking straight into the odd. So I was like, oh, it had to be, like, a new person. You know, like how the Christmas show and the musicals always bring out so many people, like, especially unfamiliar faces. So I was like, oh, it's just someone who showed up to rehearsal late and, like, doesn't want to interrupt until the song's over. So I was still just looking at her because I was like, I don't know. I don't know this person. And um, so then the song ends, and I went to get mom, and then the woman wasn't there anymore. So I remember being so terrified after the fact because, like I said, I had thought it was just like a new cast member not wanting to interrupt. Um, and to this day, I've never seen that woman again. So I don't, I don't know. And she was in white, just standing there, like didn't look mad, didn't look anything. It was just genuinely like I thought it was just someone waiting. Because they, you know, showed up late and didn't want to come in in the middle of a song. Go to get mom. She's gone. So very, very scary. And then, like, I thought, too, because, oh, it used to be a church. So maybe, like, they liked, like, the Christmas carols being sung. And, you know, it was, like, kind of like a religious background for that song. So, like, her standing there, I was like, oh, my God. I literally just saw a full apparition. Very, very crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. And isn't that where you saw someone during Spiral Staircase back in there or no? Back in like by the back door area, like like in that that little hallway uh, between the auditorium and the green room where the costume room stairs are. Yeah, that's where the yep. was. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. And I feel like that area has a lot of activity. I don't know why, because that's also where I believe it was Carolyn or Sean, I want to say, I don't remember. Sorry if I'm remembering that incorrectly. Saw that person walking up and down the stairs with a, a tray. 
with like things yes. rolled on the spray. Yes, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. So that area back there, everybody, you know, always thinks the spiral staircase, you know, is the most haunted part. But for some reason, I think that area back there is also like high activity. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And then I just had one more side note. Um, This is something actually kind of cool. So I went to a psychic back during the time period when I wasn't involved in the theater, like, at all. I don't even think I was able to see shows at this time. Like, that's how uninvolved I was. And I had never been to a psychic before. So, like, I figured, all right, I'll give it a try and just see what she had to say. I believe Carla had gone to her and then um, recommended, you know, that I go because she had a really good experience. Um, so during the session, she brought up the theater, which like to people who think psychics like are phonies and stuff like I get it. Um, but I legitimately had nothing about the theater on any of my social media accounts, like practically no association at all that she could like pull up off of like my social media. Cause people say like, that's what they do is like, they do their, their research on you. Um, but she also said that she sees the theater and multiple attachments to me. <laughs> and she said, I've been at this place since I was little. And there's spirits, spirits who are associated with me and my siblings. So you, DJ. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she gave me these few short little lines. She wants us to say every time we enter the theater and every time we leave the theater. Because she said they have followed us home many times. And she said, although they're not malicious or have ill intent, that they are draining and need to know that we'll come back to their home. But they have to stay where they are and not come into our space. Um, So I thought that was really interesting because I kind of mentioned that when I was on that I think they probably do, like, you know, maybe have a connection with the people who've been there longer. I never necessarily thought that they, like, followed us home. Um, But I guess I wouldn't see why they wouldn't, you know, if they kind of attach to our energy. So I thought that was super interesting, just the fact that she brought that up, and not only about me, but about my siblings, too. Um, So who knows? You know what I mean? It could be, maybe that's why we don't have as many experiences, because it's like, to us, it's just like, you know, day to day. Right. But very, very scary. Yeah, that is scary. So you don't ever feel anything at home or in the past? You haven't? Um, Our house, like on Schultz, like when I was growing up there, I think that had a lot of activity. I think DJ would agree. Like in our friends, when they'd sleep over, they'd be like, it is creepy here. Um, I, then... I feel like that's not connected to the theater. And that's just like a <laughs> demon burial ground or something. What? Like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I didn't know if it was, like, a mixture of things. Because, like, right. our house alone feels so creepy. And then if, like, something was following us home, too, and then it's, like, you know. Because, like, there'd be times, like, when we were little and we'd be upstairs, like, in our bedrooms. And it sounded like there was a party downstairs. Like, you would hear, like, the chairs move. It, like, it was just crazy. So then I didn't know if maybe that was, like, all right, they came home from the theater with us or if our house alone. Because we also, um, the first house we lived in, was haunted too so it's like we've got a whole bunch of things yeah, going on you're just a haunted family no, okay but like i don't because then it sounds like oh like they just make everything haunted like i look for every excuse for something not to be what it is but yeah. like like some of these things like like the other day my sister em and i were watching saw in 
um, in the, the the family room, which is on it's the back side of the house. Uh, we heard my brother's door slam, and M's like, "Well, the cat's in there. Like, he can't slam the cat into his room. Like, she's got to get out and breathe." So, uh, as M started walking over, and as soon as she got there, Mike walked out of the bathroom and was like, "Who's who closed my door like that? Like, what are you doing?" And then we're all like, "Oh, well, it's just the three of us here, so." We didn't know what slammed the door, but and it wasn't a cat. I mean, the cat can't slam a door. Our doors don't slam. Like, I, if you don't believe me, come try it. Like, the doors at at our house, you can't slam it. I said I've tried to do it for dramatic effect in the past, and it doesn't work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know what slammed it, but it was it was definitely creepy. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. All right. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing your stories. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank yes. you. Yes, and everybody come to the Halloween party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a blast. I'm making my mocktails. Um, it's yeah, gonna be a lot you of have fun. a whole crazy amount of those. Um, thank you for doing I'm that. I'm excited. Yeah. I want yeah, one. Yeah, I have five different flavors, and I'm making over 200. Which is wow. Wow. I ran out for the stories, and the DJ also <laughs> let me know that the kids love their Shirley Temples, so I was sure to make a Shirley Temple one, and there's going to be over 70 of those alone. So, children, if you're listening, you better drink those Shirley Temples. <laughs> I'm definitely going to drink the Shirley Temples. I got to be real. But I... thank you guys so much, and um, I will see you at the Halloween party. All right, All sounds right, good. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Hmm. I'm I'm actually hyped yeah. for the Shirley Temple, so I got to be honest. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I don't think I've ever had one. Are you serious? <laughs> That's wild. I know. That is I know, wild. I know. I, know. We, I, don't, I don't know why. I've just I've just never had one. When we used to go to Witters, I would always get one. I remember you guys would order them. Yeah. They're just so good. I don't know. I've probably like tasted one. I've just never had one of my own. Yeah. Well, and everyone would be like, "Well, I'll just wait until you can drink," and like you're not going to like them anymore. And I, I love. I take a Shirley Temple over anything every day of the week. Well, you don't drink, so it doesn't. I know, but I'm saying like <laughs> over pop, over like oh, over anything. If, yeah. If I did drink, then I would surely still take that over. They're just so good. And I'm not even a crazy cherry person. <laughs> It was good. I love cherry flavored things. Really? Mm-hmm. And you've never had a Shirley Temple? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I've definitely had to have one. I, I definitely tasted one, but I've At never like point. ordered one, had one of my own. Yeah. Well, you'll have to try it out. I know. I, I have to. All right. Shout out to my arm because holding this. Do you want me to hold up. it? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's Are okay. you sure? I could, yeah. I could hold it. We no, could switch I off. I feel bad. I don't don't right, bring it over here. <laughs> no, I have oh, to do my part. I could you know, I could just call from my phone because I don't think we're getting more people. <laughs> this dude. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Who is this? Um, I want to um. Turkey sob <laughs> and milkshake. Ooh, milkshake sounds good. Get me one too. Yeah, I'll make that too. That for my friend who works at Franco's. <laughs> All right, tell us your name. 
Um, Don. My name is Don. Don Schwartz. All right. Why are you calling today? For a turkey stop. <laughs> oh, wait. This is in Franco's? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I've dialed the wrong number. <laughs> No, this I would is like the crusty crab. Oh, oh, that's even better. Um, I um, would like to share a some scare a scary story with you. All right, Love sounds it. good. Let's hear it. Okay, well, um, it happened. Uh, I think about ten years ago, and it happened over three nights. And I'm pretty sure it was a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, in between weekends of the show, where I go into the theater and do the um, ticket orders. And it was a winter show. It was dark. That's all I know. I don't, I don't know which show. And I go in by myself, the dark building, and I just go down to my office in the basement and um, do the ticket orders. Now, if there were more than four or five orders, I'd put the lights on down there. You know, the, the art gallery mm-hmm. and the kitchen. But if just a couple orders, I leave my door open. It's all dark down there. And I just process the orders. I call the people back. And... This one, the first, the Monday, uh, there wasn't that many orders, so I had the lights off. And um, I'm in my office, and I hear this noise. I hear a sound. And um, I thought, well, someone else is in the building. So I walked into the art gallery. I could tell it was upstairs in the theater. And as I stood there listening, I, um, oh, that's awkward. That is awkward. Someone is calling me. Um <laughs> That um, I, I heard more than one person. It was like a group. It was like a group of people. I could hear murmurs. I could hear talking. It was like a meeting had just ended. And there were small groups of conversations. I couldn't make out what they were saying, but murmurs. There was moving of uh, little furniture, light furniture. And um, I had the, you know, the, the sense like there is a group of people up there. And I knew I was only one in the building. There's no cars. There's no, you know. And, um, so I went back to my office and I start doing the orders. And then it occurs to me, what if I'm the intruder? And what if they send somebody downstairs to see what the noise in the basement is? And that just horrified me. Just mm. I thought if I if I look down that long dark hallway and see two faces peering in those glass doors oh. at the bottom of the stairs, and I was just paralyzed with fear. So I'm trying to do as quiet as I can, talk as quiet as I can on the phone, do that, and um and get out. So I got out. Got the heck out. Tuesday came back. And I stood, went and stood in the gallery, make sure I'm not hearing, didn't hear anything. Go back to my office. Then I hear this like construction sound, banging, uh, hammering, uh, dropping like a big uh, uh, lumber up in the attic, up in the attic. And I thought, what now? What, what possibly? And uh, just the racket went on the entire time I'm processing the order. So Wednesday I came in and now I've got an attitude. I'm like, okay, you know what? Can I just do my job? And just, and I came in and I said, I, I don't want to hear anything. I just want to do my job and get out of here. Well, I sit down and I'm processing the orders and then I'm finished and I'm just sitting there and I think, well, there's no street noise. There's no, I have two ticking clocks in my office. I can't hear them. Um, I realize, and I'm trying as hard as I can to hear anything. I could hear nothing. I, I could hear absolutely, I was stone deaf. 
I I grabbed a pen or pencil. I don't remember what it was. Started tapping on the. I could feel the vibration, but I could not hear it. What? Absolutely, it was absolute horrifying sensation. And it finally passed as I'm tapping the pencil or the pen. I don't remember which one it was. Finally, I could hear the tapping. Then I heard the ticking of the clock. Then I heard the street traffic. And I thought, okay. But for those, I don't even know how long it was. It seemed like a long time. Uh, to me, it was I had got my wish. I came in. I said, I don't want to hear anything. And to me, it was, even if it was psychosomatic, it shows you to what extent that they can mess with you. And that was my wake up call. That's when I thought, you know what, I got to take this more serious and, and realize that something, you know, really profound is, is going on here. So that was the, probably the most invasive thing that, that happened to me there. And I saw it sort of as a flexing of the muscle, like, you know, uh, you have no idea what we can do to you. And I swear to you, uh, it happened within three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And ever since I, I've, uh, you know, been a little bit more fearful of, you know, it's kind of fun. Oh, we saw this. We heard this. We, oh, yeah. And that's the end of it. But when you have something happen to you, like even, even if I tried to wrap my mind around it, that it was psychosomatic, that it was something I put on myself, mm -hmm. um, huh, you know, what inspired me to do it? You know what I'm saying? What, right. what uh, paralyzing fear. So I've had a few of those moments where we're not pleasant. You know, there's a fun stuff. You know, someone's reaching out. Oh, hello. We know you're here. You've been here for a hundred years. This is your building. And we all get that. This was different. This, this was, uh, and I know it's not always the same people say, Oh, this, it's not the same spirits in there. You know, depending when you're there, if there's a residual haunt of whatever, but they change, uh, depending on, I don't know, their moods, the seasons, the whatever, they're not always the same, um, entities and whatever I ran into, uh, this dark winter, those three nights, um, I would just as soon not run into again. Um, I sort of got my message, you know, <laughs> and, um, yeah, but the idea that it, it, it came to me so uh, so prominently, you're the intruder. Yeah. You know, what if they heard me down here and I'm outnumbered because there's a ton of them up there. And I knew if I ran up there, put the lights on, I would either walk into a group of ghosts or I'd see nothing. And I can't decide which one would be worse. <laughs> right? If you saw nothing. Yeah. Which, which I was, so I did, obviously didn't run up there. And, um, but that, that notion is just that I'm the intruder. It put me on a different footing. And, and then I thought, ah, I need to uh, move a little more carefully through the building, perhaps be a little bit more respectful. I mean, I would say it. I would say it. That would be the, the, the you know, the company policy. Oh, you know, it's their building. We're just here. But, uh, yeah, to have that feeling like, uh, you know, it is our building. And you're the intruder. Um, yeah, that was that was probably the worst thing that that happened in the building. Yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah, because something physical happened to you. That's crazy. That's yeah. the thing. You know, you could say, "Well, I'm hearing things or other this," but when you are physically to the point of it was a like cotton in my ears. We've all had our ears plugged. It wasn't that. Um, 
it was a profound nothing. Absolutely. You want to know what nothing is? This is nothing. This is nothing could I hear. And I had just come in and said, I don't want to hear anything. Leave me alone. I've said that out loud. And, and they okay. they did it. Got they, my wish. Yeah. Um, and I thought, th- this is not just, you know, sort of fun and games. Well, we'll catch a pitcher. We'll catch an EVP, this sort of thing, a game. Uh, it's more than I understand. You know, there's, there's something more going on. From that moment on now, I just try and be a little bit more respectful because I, before I was never not scared. Right. Before I was annoyed. Before I was flippant. Say, yeah, yeah, whatever. And now I'm just like, okay, you know, don't hurt me. <laughs> uh, I would just like to do my job here. So that was a turning point. Yeah. So that was the story I, th- I thought of. Of all of my stories, of things that I've had to share. Yeah, yeah that's horrifying. Know, it, not a lot of times they don't have beginning, middles, and ends. You're, you're, you, you, something will happen. You go, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. You know, and you're stuck with that. This has a complete beginning, middle, and end, and a message. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it happened in a in a, in a doled out uh, three day period, and uh, yeah, and so you can sort of hang your head on that and say, well, yeah, I'm different now. Uh, because of that, you know, I will, um, lesson learned, I will move a little uh, more respectfully and and not only just to be nice, but (laughs) I don't know what else could happen. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's horrifying. Once they get in your head and say, it's just in my head, say my hearing was not impaired. It sure as heck seemed like it was. Do you know what I mean? So even if you go about, okay, psychosomatic, fine. I didn't do it to myself. You know, I didn't have myself freaked out to the point of, you know, deafness. Right. You know, for an extended period of time. Um, yeah. So that's that's my scary. I have a lot of fun stories, but that was my scary story. <laughs> when you are in the basement alone, do you turn the lights on now? I do. Even if there's one call. And I never close my door because I, I think I'd still be in there. I would wait for someone to come in. I'm scared to death of opening the door yeah, once I'm yeah. inside. Yeah, that's true. You know, if you if you can come get me, I want to see you coming. You come down the hall. You come. You have to. You know, but so I leave it open. But you're right. I do. I I make sure those doors are closed down there. You know, even though they have the glass windows on them. But I turn on the gallery. I turn on the lounge. I turn on the kitchen. I got every light on, <laughs> and I feel much better. And I don't feel threatened. I feel, uh, I feel what do you call admonished. I feel like, you know, I don't have a right to be so flip. I don't have a right to be, you know, I'm not in the mood for your existence, you know. And I think it's like, okay, okay, um, <laughs> this is what we can do. And and I really firmly believe that. And I really, really do. I feel like, and I and kind of deserved, you know. I felt. You know, it's not like I could say, oh, I'm the victim there. I kind of asked for it. And um, so I'm a little more humbler about moving through the building and, and interacting with our um, with our friends that we have to share the building with. Yeah, I love that. That was that's horrifying. I hope that never happens to any of us again. Oh, horrible. Just, and, I, and I have a more respect for just complete and utter soundlessness. Nothing. Just 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 taken away. Just just nothing. Nothing. Even a tapping of on the desk, I could the sensation. I can still feel it up my elbow. I can see my my hand doing it. I could, I, but but that's not sound. As much as you want to say that that's 
you feel the vibration of it. I could not hear the tap, tap, tap right in front of me. And I thought, what is going on here? Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing. I love that. Oh, sure. that too. Thank you. Yeah, I'm home here watching scary movies with Daisy. So if 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 nobody calls for scary stories, I got a million of them. <laughs> thank you. And thank you. Thank you guys for doing this. This is a perfect Halloween episode. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank you. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. All right. Talk to you See later. Ya. Bye. Have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. That's horrifying. Um. You don't have to call the next guest. Give your arm a rest. Our next guest is walking through you... this door. What? What? <laughs> Soon. Hopefully. I just texted him. Oh, 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 oh. That's not on the list. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey. If Dan has a story, too, you can come in and share a story. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yay. Oh, this oh, is great. Right. Here we go. We have live guests in here. I'll sit across from my buddy Alex over here. Oh, hi. And then after, after you guys, we still have two callers. So if you want to hang out for the two callers, feel free. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't sound bad. All right. Oh. Who are you both and what the hell are you doing in our, <laughs> in our room? Uh, well, I just broke in. So. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no I'm... <laughs> No, I'm Ben Torres, and then uh, over there... Is... I, I, I'm Dan Torres. We've yeah. both been on this show before, both been seen in many productions at the Ghost Light Theater. Um, yeah, this is my first time meeting Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Same last name. <laughs> All right, what are your stories? Ben, you go first. Uh, the biggest one I always tell is it happened during Child's Play. Okay. And... It was during the time where uh, what what's the guy's name that always does the ghost tours at the high school? He was always Phaser. So Phaser, that's who it is. He was having a ghost hunt for all the kids yes. afterwards. So that night when we performed Child's Play, there's a scene where Ryan's character throws a marble down the stairs. That night, the marble went down one stair. And stopped, so we had to throw another marble. Later on during that night, we're giving the ghost tour, and this huge, huge slam comes out of nowhere on the steps. And the marble that was stuck moved down one more step, and that was it. What? And I was like, this is weird. And I was upstairs with um, some of them, because I think we split off. Yes. And I remember I went downstairs to you. I went to your dad. I went to everyone. Like, were you guys just upstairs, like, messing around the corner? Like, I'm being serious. And each one was like, no, why? And I just explained there was this huge – and I went over there. There was nothing that could have fallen over or anything. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, what the hell made that noise? <laughs> you know? I remember that because I was in the balcony with a group. And those were always hard because it's a bunch of teenagers who are like – some are into ghosts. Mm-hmm. Some are just there to, I don't know, screw yeah, around. for the meme or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so I was upstairs in the balcony with a group, just kind of miserable. And I remember hearing the marble move. And we we're like, okay, like, can you guys yeah, not? exactly. Can you just not do that? Like, let's be humans. And then you came and said, no, that was the one that was stuck on the stair. Yeah. And then it just moved down. So, like, someone would have had to walk out on stage. Like, there's no rope attached to these marbles. Yeah. Like, we just let them <laughs> yeah. go. 
And uh, so that was definitely horrifying. That was weird. That was just very weird. I was like, yeah, that's uh, crazy. What's going on here? And everything that's connected to child's play, it just oh, makes it so much worse. Yeah, so I, much I, worse. Those so curse, man. It, really it, it, just, it just is from the beginning. I always remember having such a weird vibe during shows when I was in Child's Play. Actually, that that reminded me of another thing that I have um, that wasn't related to my original ghost story. But the marble sound effect in particular and the effect that we used for it both times was it always gave me chills yeah. no matter what. Even when I saw how it was being done, it was such a creepy, perfect effect to have in that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, mine from Child's Play, so... Oh, yours is from Child's Play too. No, the one you just reminded me of. Oh, okay. Of was I was gonna from, say. Um, I the first time we did that show, um, I played. I can't remember what the last name was, but um, it was the character that gets carried down the stairs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jason Clark would carry me down the stairs, and we did. I'm pretty sure it was Tommy Vane and Mike Delaney did these incredible, um lash marks on my back when and that were revealed when I got um, placed down there. And the moment that I got put down by Jason, I was wearing these shorts at a time that were just mesh, like nothing re- weird or anything coming back. And the one night when we get done with that scene, your mom comes running backstage and she goes, look at what I just got on camera. And there's a picture of me with my back turned to the audience with these shorts. And there's this light that's just coming off of the shorts. This reflective light. These shorts were not reflective in the slightest. And it was this reflect uh, refractive light just bouncing back towards oh the camera. Oh, my God. Like this white, like, we were like, what the hell is that? I think it's <laughs> yeah, on the weird. website still. Oh, I'm sure, oh. yeah. And, and I have to it's, look. It's just the weirdest thing because I am not – it should not have feasibly made that effect on it at all. It's just one of the creepy things associated with that freaking show. Interesting. That's the problem. And, like, I I would love to direct it one day, but it's like, do we – why would we go back? I know. Everything that's happened, it's like, uh, it's scary. But, like, both of you would be fantastic in that. Oh, that would be fun. I don't know, maybe, know, but yeah, that's horrifying. I'd come back to it. I would, but yeah, there's definitely weird vibes. So we'd have to sage the theater every night. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we should try it. I don't know. But the lash marks, I I remember that scene. That scene horrified me as as a child watching creepy. that. So oh, the picture. That's I, we, we got to look at the picture. Yeah. And I always I always liked that scene because I always looked up to Jason, too. So yeah. So have that moment with him where he was like, oh, I can fully trust you or whatever. The funniest thing that came from that scene was the one night I was getting carried down and I go, well, I could probably afford to let my head drop like a little bit more to really sell it. And I lean my head back just a little bit and too quick and I just smack my head on the railing and pop my <laughs> head back up like to the position it was in. And Jason's like, you okay? I'm like, yep. Just keep going. Uh, The second one I have comes from Night of the Living Dead last year. The one day I'm looking over my props. I'm making sure everything's closed that's supposed to be closed. You know, things are in place that need to be in place. And 
at one point I look, I'm on um, the balcony area towards the stage right um, upper door. Okay. I'm right yeah. in that area where, like, the chair is that Callum would get up from every day. And um, all of a sudden I notice my wedding ring is gone off of my hand. Just gone. Didn't feel it fa- fall off. Didn't feel it do anything. Look around for a second, like, did it just slip? Like, what the heck happened with this? Can't find it. So I'm now at about 45 seconds where the panic is starting to set right. a little bit. Like, what do I do if I can't find this thing? Where is this thing? I turn and I look at that chair. That Callum says, it's sitting perfectly in the center of the chair. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Callum like, stole sitting it. perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Not like in a weird position. Like, it was placed right in the center of that chair. Didn't feel it come off, didn't feel so I just stared at it for a second and then I was just like I'm just gonna chalk this up as a win. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna move away from this and that's gonna be the end of it. But yeah, that was the most recent story I have from That's really weird. The theater. It was so weird. The it was the placement specifically, not even that it was gone. Yeah. Not even that like I, I didn't even realize it. Just the way it was placed creeped me out the most out of it because the, it was some human did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's scary. That's that's unsettling. That bad. Wow. Especially during that show. Yeah, know. right. Whoa. Uh, thank you guys yeah. for, for sharing your stories. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course, of course. Of course. Feel free to hang out if you want to. We have two more callers. Yeah, I'll stick around. Yeah. We'll stick around for a okay, oh, cool. We'll see, we'll see you uh, for callers. <laughs> okay. Next caller. On an unrelated note, did you know that Alex likes wavy chips? <laughs> chips? Hello. Hi. 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 Thanks for calling. Tell us your name. Yeah. Uh, it's Tanya. How's it going? <laughs> Hi, Tanya. <laughs> do you have a ghost story to share with, with us today? Um, I do. I do. I have a few, but I chose one. So, um... It was during Halloween Dreams, and am I am I allowed to tell who I was on stage? Will that give yes, anything away? Yes, yes, for... you can you can tell. <laughs> okay, cool. So I was Graham Doobie's ghost. So I had to stand behind the sheet for that entire scene because I snuck up there to hook it up, and then I just stood there. It was a little tiny space, like no one else fit up there but me. So I'm standing there waiting, and all of a sudden, I could like feel someone standing next to me, and someone goes in my ear. <sighs> like that like I could feel it I could hear them saying ha huh, and I could like almost feel them laughing and it took everything in me not to make any noise because like the play was going on at the time it was during the show <laughs> but it was the creepiest thing and then afterward I'm like don't you ever do that again <laughs> you that tell is horrifying <laughs> that is creepy yeah yeah during so a show it was pretty wild but during a show yeah wow uh, yeah no yeah. not for me no thank you <laughs> like you could feel their so. breath I could feel their breath, and I could kind of hear them go like, <gasps> like that in my ear, and I could feel it in my ear. No. no. Turn around, and it's Ryan. No. <laughs> Turn around. No, there was no one there. There was a tree there. That was about it. <laughs> that is but, um, truly horrifying. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it was startling, but, like, I wasn't scared. Like, I knew it was someone being goofy. So, you know, <sighs> I don't know who it was specifically, but I know some other people have said maybe it was Carl. So that's something he would do, apparently. I don't know. I never met him, but. Yeah. Definitely could have been. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I feel like he would have yeah. tugged on someone's ear instead. 
Do you do you have another one you can share if you have another one too? Um oh okay, sure. Um just little things like uh I know I went downstairs to use the bathroom once, nobody else was in there. It was it was during a show and I was ushering. Um and you know the lights go on automatically. So mm-hmm. I went in a stall and like it turned off and I said, Not funny, and it turned back on again. <laughs> <laughs> so like that. that was just a little cool fun thing. That's but, funny. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. That one, I, I'd prefer that than somebody whispering in my ear, like yeah. breathing in my ear. Oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and like people help me find, they help me find things. Like when I was looking for the, um, one of my, what, the banisters for the, the porch for, um, Lottie and Bernice. Yeah. And I couldn't find them anywhere. And I said, you know, it'd be really awesome if somebody could help me find them. And I turned around and there was three of them laying right there. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Wow. You've had some good ones, though. I don't know if anyone else has had something positive. (laughs) Oh, no. I I can't wait to listen and hear what all the negative ones are. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for calling in. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. All right. We'll talk to you later. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, okay, we have one more caller, but before we get to them, have you guys seen the the Jed picture? No, I don't I don't know if I have. I don't know if I have. There's there's one that I remember I think I was there when it was taken. I think Amanda like she might have taken it herself or somebody else took it. And I never saw it. I was like I mean, I saw the picture, but like, I never saw him in it. I was mm-hmm. like, I damn. Okay. It yeah. just looks like the wall to me. So years go by, and well, this is after Jed ha- had passed. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, Carla was redoing when she was just recently redoing the website. She sent me the picture, and she's like, "Wait, I I see it. Like, what do you mean you couldn't see it?" So I look at it, and like she kind of outlined it, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's like the scariest." thing i've ever seen in my really? life it, like and they put a picture next to him of whenever he went uh, whatever grade it was that he was going into and it is his face like it is wow insane it's the craziest i'll pull it up if That's if i remember weird. and if i still have it on my phone yeah but i never saw it and like to see somebody that you you know whether it, it is him or not or just something that looks kind of similar oh yeah it was insane yeah that's that's crazy. I yeah. did I have a weird moment last year where I was in the green room and all of a sudden the stage door just opened for me. Like it was, <laughs> it knew it was coming. And I literally said, thanks, Jed, and yeah. kept moving. Like, because I, I just knew. It was right. just one of those things like, oh, you were over here and you got me. Yeah. yeah. That that door has always been a thing, though. I remember the one time I was just sitting backstage. I vividly remember the door like opening and closing and then no one came through. And I was like... Uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had I had another experience that was, and I'll probably talk about this again on the podcast. But it was so insane. I probably talked about it already too. We were it was a ghost hunt, and they were doing the the dowsing rods, which mm-hmm. like I, I I'm very much like okay, like let's yeah. if I don't experience something myself, then I'm like eh, probably not. And those things I don't know. But Carolyn was holding them, or somebody else was holding them, and it was just weird, like too many similarities to like what what jed would would say or answer and like it's not that's not something okay. you want to like force and be like well it, right it's yeah. gotta be jed right and so we called carolyn over and she held them and was asking questions like like do you recognize anyone in the room or something mm-hmm. and instantly the 
it was like cross for yes or go wide yeah. for no, instantly would move. And then it's like, all right, reset, instantly reset. And like you can't move them with your hands because like they're in the, the covers. Yeah, they have, yeah. And it was like, who do you recognize or whatever? So it points in at her, the one holding it, and then it pointed at me. And I was like, oh my, it's like I'm God. bawling my eyes out. Like it was so emotional. That's, yeah. And just, and then it's like, like, are you happy we're here or something? And they just started spinning. And we were like, oh, my God. Like, it was what? it was the craziest experience oh I've God. ever had that in my life. Dog, really I just watched weird. Hereditary again. You can't tell me this stuff again. <laughs> yeah, after yeah, I've yeah. watched that, I'm already having nightmares at home. <laughs> That's, wow. That's it was, awesome. It was a lot. Like, I, I was crying and hugging. And, like, oh, it was, yeah, it, like, yeah. super emotional. But, like, insane that that was wow. a thing that happened. That is. That is insane. That's the thing about ghost interactions is some – you hear it and you're automatically like, oh, no, associated with bad things. Some of them are actually really yeah, cool Yes, you hear perspectives from, the, from other people of what mm. happened. Right. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a really, really unique thing to have yeah. within the theater. It is. It is for sure. All right. All right. Our nice last caller. caller. Yep. This, Last this will, one. This will be an lucky person. Oh, you'll find out. <laughs> no. This might be an interesting one. She'll probably be glad you're here. <laughs> oh, no. Hi. Hello? Hi. Hello. Hey. All right. We got, we got uh, me, Alex, Ben, and Dan in the room right now. Hi. What's up? Can Ben leave? Bye. I knew that was coming. (laughs) All right. Tell us your name and your ghost story. My what? (laughs) Your name and a ghost story. Oh, yeah, that. Um, So my name is is Autumn. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a ghost story? Duh. Okay, let's hear well, it. Well, it's actually it's actually my mom's because she doesn't want to call, but I do. Okay, we'll take it. Okay, yeah, that works. Okay, so um, it was a dark, stormy night, and <laughs> I don't know how to start this. <laughs> the the stormy night part, I like that. That yeah. was good. Um, well, it was night. It was like a go- little ghost hunt. Yeah. Um, so it was like, I don't know what, I don't know what to say. (laughs) Just tell the story. (laughs) Raina, get out. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, take one. Go. Go. Oh my God, who are you talking to? (laughs) Okay, I'm back. Okay. Let's hear it. So we were in the basement and there was like this little machine I don't know what it's called, and I forget how it works. <laughs> yeah. But um, it just like said stuff. <laughs> Does anyone know what this machine is? Like, like the the one that you put the headphones on, right? No. Okay, then no. It was just in like the middle of the basement, and everybody was just sitting around it, waiting for it to like say things. It was mostly like gibberish, but like sometimes oh. it would like there'd be like just like a random word that it would say, but it was never like sentences. Okay. And so, um, on this dark stormy night, my, um, it was a Bills game, and my mom likes the Bills, so she likes sports and stuff. So she wanted to, like, 
She was like watching it secretly on her phone. Okay. So she was like half paying attention to the ghost stuff and like half the game. And then, um, yeah, so it was just saying the gibberish stuff. And then it was like, then the machine said like really clearly, hey, Sarah, it was so crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. That is um, that is actually very that is weird, hey, yeah. Sarah. unsettling. <laughs> That's very creepy. Did she turn um, so, the game off after that? Yeah. Did she start paying attention? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my mom says that was Carl because we used to be his neighbor on like Pine Woods. Really? Oh, no kidding! I um, never knew that. Yeah, that could have been it. I told you. I don't remember things. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we were neighbors and. My grandma worked with him, and, like, he, she would, like, give him rides home sometimes, too. So, yeah, and that's kind of it. Wow. That's All right. That's really cool. Yeah. That's a good wait, one. Wait. Wait. What? Um, <laughs> who, who's been on here? Who's been on here? Yeah, who's been on here? Uh, a whole bunch of callers. Yeah, names. <laughs> You're gonna have to. Yeah, listen you gotta and listen. Find out. You gotta listen to find out. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we actually have one more caller after you, so we're oh, kicking you off. Okay, thanks for calling. Don't worry, you have to listen. Okay, bye. <laughs> I just hung up on her. Here we go. All right, this is the official last caller. Okay. All right. Late, nice. of course. Of course. Is this Carla? What's up? <laughs> hey, please, it's me, uh, Ryan T. Walters, calling into the Ghostlight Theater podcast. What's up, everyone? What's hey, up, Ryan? Ryan. I'm just driving on my way. I'm leaving work early. <laughs> love to hear that. Wait, do they know you're leaving early? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, what's your story? My spooky story? Yeah. All right, I'm, am I the last caller? You are you the last are. caller, yes. Oh, this is going to be a big... Oh, wait, what? You might have just gotten in a car accident. That's funny because we were just talking about that. That happens yeah. quite a bit, and it it it's the whole door handle turning. Like you hear the whole thing turn yeah. open, and, and it's not just like it's creaking open or something. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, my my uh, my thing wasn't working. Oh wait, what the? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you mean, This is gonna, this is going to be a bad take for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't great, but it, I, I think we'll hear you. 
like, could you not hear me for a while? No, it'll come through. No, we heard you. We heard you. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with my car. I don't know if it's the car or the operator. Sorry, everyone. That's just, that's just the, the Mr. Walters effect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for calling in. Do you have any more spookies? Uh, yeah, no more, no more spookies. But no, those, those are, I'm sure uh, you talked about it, but uh, some of the pictures you've caught of ghosts in the auditorium, those are pretty spooky, I will mm. say. Yeah, the pictures are really cool. Maybe we'll send them to Tracy and then have like a little slideshow mm-hmm. after after yeah, our post. The one where you see like a whole face and arm is crazy. That's, like, that, that's horrifying. That is crazy. That's yeah. the wildest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, well, thank you for calling in. Of course. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. You too. You too, Ryan. Thank you, thank you. Bye. 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 (laughs) All right, well, those are all of our callers. Uh, Thank you guys for coming in, taking time out of your own podcast. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. Of course. Thank you for having us. A um, couple things before we get off the air. The Halloween party is Tuesday, October 31st uh, at 5 o'clock. Uh, I'll be there all day, all night. So whenever you show up, show up. We got a ton of candy, ton of cool decorations, a lot of fun. Then auditions for Christmas Rose are, let me look. The following day. Yeah, it's November 1st and November 2nd, 630 to 830. What is needed? Three men in their 20s. Two women in their 20s, two mature men, two mature women, and one girl between 12 and 15 years. Look at that. We're getting efficient on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you fall any, uh, under any of those those guidelines, then, then come audition. Give a shot. And uh, it's our first – it's our, the, the first time it's ever going to be shown live on stage. So I'm very excited to – uh, yeah, not filmed. Not filmed. <laughs> Very excited to experience Christmas Rose, how it was intended to be. Plus a ton of rewrites. He said he rewrote the whole thing. It's oh. very different from what oh, it was. Um, and it v- connects all through the night. So very excited for that. Next week, we're going to have some cast members from that on after it's cast. So um, we'll talk to them about how uh, what it means to, to be in the world premiere of of this awesome cool awesome very cool yeah thank you to everyone who participated in the ghost stories yes thank you all for calling in we appreciate you yeah we weren't sure how many people we would get but we actually (laughs) got a good amount we did it filled up the whole time yeah we're at two hours right now so thank you so much all right this episode is sponsored by jds electrical inc licensed and insured call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs cool thank you 